0: So, we have our first images. They've emerged. These are sample photos, supposedly, allegedly, that came out of the Galaxy S20 and S20+. Plus. Mm. And it's your boy. It's your pal, Max. He's back to work. Mm. That's Weinbach. Weinbach, back. He's going to have to correct me at one time so I can just start saying it the way it was intended to be said. Mm. But he went on Twitter and he said, okay, all right, let's do this. You want to see these photos? Of course I got these photos. Been leaking stuff. And it's important because, as you and I have both said in the past, well, increasingly these decisions on which smartphone you're going to get have to do with the camera performance. And these new form factors, particularly in the Ultra version, unfortunately he doesn't have Ultra samples. The camera is dominating the actual design of the thing now. And so the performance is a necessity you're not gonna mm-hmm. carry around this giant camera blob unless you get the performance and i like as well in the sample photos someone took a picture of sega genesis mm-hmm. so old school they just put a little extra on there they <laughs> put a le- they they put a little thought into oh i'm about to leak so i'm about to put some the first images out of this thing i'm gonna throw a sega genesis and the storage bins and the Christmas tree that's still up in the, in the top corner.
1: Might as well add some personality. in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Because they're busy, you know, they're busy leaking stuff. Now, he zoomed in. Uh, these pictures in the first slide are both from the S20 Plus on the telephoto. Uh, the second one is the telephoto at a 30x zoom. Not that impressive. Very noisy. Now, granted, it does not look like there's great lighting in this. Initial circumstance here that the photo was taken within. And the real Zoom King will be the Ultra model, which has the 100x digital, 10x optical. But nonetheless, you scroll a little bit further and you see some low light, some nighttime shots. And this is a better comparison because this is the S10 versus S20. And the top two slides are from the S10. The second two are from the S20. So you'll see here as you flip through these. That, at least to my eyeballs, the S20 looks to be superior. Particularly if you go to the one that shows the houses there. You can see a lot more detail in the back end. Uh, so if you go straight from that one back to the original wide, you see that? Up near where the houses are. You notice the detail difference. Now granted, I should say this as we examine these photos and talk about the performance of these upcoming phones. Two things. First, this is just Max telling us this. Now Max, he's been on point. But he's still Max. You know what I mean? He's making a he's name.
1: Him some credit. He's
0: making a name. Someone could tell him, hey, this is the hot new thing. And yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean it's from that phone, but I believe him. It's from that phone. Second, this is the chewed up photo out the phone into the, into the Twitter compression onto Willie Do's screen into your recorder like you're seeing it. So let's just take it. Let's take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. But, given that workflow right there given that chain that's a better looking photo the s20 low light photo look at the grass look at the thing in the back look at the sharpness of the whole the whole deal am i crazy will or are you seeing what i'm seeing no i hear you do you see what i see are you gonna sing do you see what <laughs> i see what what is it do you see what it's a is that a santa song right all right right it's a christmas tune Kirk, you're big on a Christmas tunes. No, 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 tunes. Yeah. Tune is different than tune, actually. It's a different thing. Next one down, he looks at the wide angle S10 versus S20. This one is a bit more difficult to discern. In fact, I don't even know which one of those I like better. Uh, There's a suggestion in here within the article, which is on Tech Radar, that they're noticing the color. And I, I guess I noticed this too. The, the color seems a bit more saturated on the S10 version versus S20, which could could be perceived as more neutral. This, oh, well, once again, disclaimer number three. Who's to say that's final software? Disclaimer mm-hmm. number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be out the camera, might be out the sensor, but what version software? And you know how the software tweaks go right up until the event to push out the software updates. And then when you buy it, you got a software update out the box. There you go. You ever done a software update before, Will? Yeah. Yeah. Or what about firmware? Oh.
1: A lot of firmware updates. Yeah. What do you prefer? A software update
0: firmware update? Um. I've been getting a lot of requests, by the way, to change the channel to a firmware update. Firmware therapy. All we do. Well, I'm on board. Yeah, all we do. Each episode, it's a new firmware update. And we just, together, we sit down. We have five or six that need to be updated. We update together. We don't use anything. We just update firmware. (laughs) I think that's a hot channel idea. percent. It's a hot channel idea in 2020. Uh, But I don't think it's crazy. It is possible that with the S20 that Samsung takes a step back on the color of the thing. Uh, Historically, with Samsung cameras, they've been really vibrant. Maybe, to some people's taste, too vibrant, Mm -hmm. too saturated. So maybe they do toggle it back a little touch. And go for a more natural look it's not a crazy idea now like i said it's unfortunate we don't see anything from the ultra in these some of these first images but probably the most promising and interesting of the bunch is the low light because the low light has to do with processing has to do with the sensor and so forth and it's also it's an area where well there's just been a lot of attention paid to the low light and the night modes and so forth and so we're going to expect to see some pretty strong performance out of the next generation Samsung stuff, even if this is only S20, S20 Plus, rather than the Ultra Model. So mm-hmm. science, things are looking okay. Mm-hmm. Things are looking good for the S20 in 2020. You turned up your mic today, by the way, just a touch. Yes. Some people have requests they say we need more Willie Doo. So
1: hear my uh, labored breathing.
0: Yeah. So more. you, you, for the record, you know, Willy Willy Do said, Hey man, I gotta. I'm just a guy on planet Earth, This is what he said to yeah. me. And uh, and I said, it's fair. So am I. And he said, but I'm a guy on planet Earth. I keep the microphone down a little bit. I said, hey, man, you got to do, do what mm-hmm. you got to do. Then the comments were pouring in, Willie Do, Willie Do, Willie Do. And it was a fever pitch. You ever heard that before? Fever yeah. pitch. I said, geez, man, I feel like you got to respond, Will. And so then... The day before we started, Will, he took that little knob. He turned it. He turned it. Ever so slightly. He barely. It wasn't even a notch.
2: Hmm.
0: Willie, do. Willie. He said, fine. The time is now. And I said, look. I said, look, man. The floor is yours. So you just go ahead. This is your moment right now. I'm going to just shut up for 30 seconds. Now that you have your mic up, give people a taste of what's to come
1: well i appreciate all the people chanting my name you know my ego shot way up and uh that's good it's great there you go
0: no you still got 10 more seconds oh jesus oh uh
1: how's it going kirk <laughs> just sweating bullets yeah
0: <laughs> i don't have headphones on but i'm sure you sound great will so congrats yeah. to willie dude he's up uh He's up not even a notch on the mixing board, but congrats to Willie he Mm because it's a big move nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Uh, You probably heard this story. Google, this is a rumor, this is a rumor, but I want you to just entertain it for a second. Google might be interested in buying Tesla? What? Wow. That's crazy. And they're saying, if Google did buy Tesla, that the share price could be $8,000? What? Per share? What are we doing here? Mm. And then it also says, now we are getting silly. So that does feel silly to me. That's a lot of money for a share. You're a big investor, Will. You never paid $8,000 for a share. I doubt you ever will. No. This speculation, Tesla's stock has been gangbusters. That's what they say on Bloomberg. Mm. It's the title of the hit show, Gangbusters. Tesla's stock is just going up. You see that right there? This, oh, that's one day. That's one day. Give it a... Look at a year to date. Look at a one year. Okay? Sure, give it a five year. Why not? Look at a five year. All right? What is going on with Tesla right now? You know what I think it is? I think it's the hit track that Elon put out. Mm-hmm. What was the chorus in that song? Don't doubt your vibe. Don't, doubt your vibe, don't kill your vibe. <laughs> Go with your vibe. So he's going with his vibe. And all of a sudden, he's got $782 per share at the moment. Banana town, as far as I'm concerned. They say if a deal like this goes through, well, it could make... Look at this. Listen to this, all right? I'm about to blow your mind. Tesla's market value... Okay, okay, hang on a second. Let's just go back. Google has, in the past, been interested in Tesla. And for, for those of you that are thinking, wait, where's the crossover? Google invested in Waymo, mm-hmm. the self-driving tech, and they're marching around Silicon Valley. Well, not marching. They're rolling with those vehicles for a while now and they even put out what was that little Google car you remember that one yeah the cute one the little cute it. one so they're goofing around and they have been and it does seem with the map tech and the autonomous and the tech company that little one it just seems like a google thing and now granted when companies get as big as tesla is right now the the, the original time that google was interested in tesla the valuation of Tesla was around five billion dollars. I want you to take a guess today what the valuation of Tesla is. Uh, what the market value? Two hundred. <laughs> billion? Yeah. My goodness, Willie Do. I get it right? One thirty. Right? That's okay, a yeah. massive improvement, oh, but not no. enough for Willie Do because he runs no. a drives a hard bargain. He's a big business type of guy. If he invests five billion today, in two years he wants two hundred. <laughs> That's the way Willie Do does business nothing less so 130 today but the value ultimately realized by google could be 1.5 trillion that's more than 10 times higher than today's valuation and in theory it would make tesla the most valuable publicly traded company in america bigger
1: than amazon and apple
0: oh god oh god dude (laughs) you're into the t's you're into the trillions i know you thought Back in the day, when you started talking about billions, you thought it was a wrap. And then now, when you talk about a potential uh, merger like this, acquisition, Mm -hmm. whatever it would be, you're well into those T's. Mm -hmm. You're into those T's now. My goodness. Now, it's just a rumor. Let's not get too carried away, but to me, it does make some kind of sense. I remember there was a rumor once upon a time that Apple would be interested in Tesla. I've talked about this before, Will, how... You know, I'm into automotive content. I'm, I'm into the, to the space a little bit. When Tesla happened, it really was this... <clears throat> it was this critical point when it started to pick up steam. A critical point in the sense that now automotive had the opportunity to really cross that line into technology. Not a nice nav system. Not a blind spot monitoring system. But a fully electric thing without a combustion engine with an autopilot on it. Even though autopilot is not exactly autopilot yet. But you look at that thing now and I understand it has tires and wheels. And I understand that it'll get you from A to B. But I want to ask you sincerely, Will, when you look at that object, do you see a motor vehicle or do you see a piece of technology I mean you might as well utilize I, the the increase on your microphone <coughs> for a big question like that
1: can i say just both
0: oh man you you're, you're going to be a fence I mean, sitter you're going to be a fence sitter i did <laughs> give you the whole build up and then you're going to sit sit your butt squarely on the fence which by the way it's a pointy it's a pointy fence so i don't recommend you sit on it
1: i would say for the whole experience
0: tesla let's go it's let's go.
1: definitely one, software let's definitely go AI. let
0: me go one step further if you see the logo the tesla logo do you see a tech company i do i do see a tech now if you, company you see a ford if you see a ford logo do you see a tech company no no you don't no. so it just i'm just saying and 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 i and I, of course i've experienced this as well just being in the space making content myself Covering Tesla a little bit on this show here, just the crossover interest level implies to me and and the popularity of the Cybertruck, which it's just a different fan base. Mm -hmm. It's not your traditional hardcore automobile types, but your tech fans are also Tesla fans and you see the crossover anecdotally in your social sphere all the time.
1: And they utilize social media. Very well.
0: You're talking about Elon? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that is where you start to have these conversations. And even though this is a a rumor and it it sounds outlandish given the figures, that's where these things start to make a bit of sense. I understand people are traditionally a little leery of the big, big companies like Google. Like they're going to go in there and screw it up type of thing. But... You can imagine a future in which Google and Tesla could work together in a better way. You could imagine that, mm-hmm. given, the, given their core competencies. Now, I'm not saying I want that to happen. There's probably Tesla fans out there like, no way, man. No way. But you know, Will, it seems like Elon can burn unlimited amounts of money because making cars is hard and expensive. Google has some money, Will. I don't know if you heard, they do, yes. Google has some money just sitting there burning a hole. So if it could advance the whole thing, if that could, you just pump that into the engine, maybe you don't have to buy the whole thing. I don't know. Maybe there's a way they're probably already invested. I don't know. Anyway, so that's the speculation, pure speculation. Uh, we're on barons.com and they say still companies worth more than hundred billion don't usually get taken over for 100% premiums. Anything is possible. More than half of Alphabet voting stock is controlled by Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Class B Alphabet shares have, 10%, or have 10 votes to one vote for Class A stock. So th- this basically means that both Larry Page and Sergey Brin can make the call pretty much on their own. Even though they're no longer chairman and they kind of are chilling, for something like this, they can basically make the call. Mm. So it's a lot of power. What is that? No, no one man can have all this power. What's that from? Is that Kanye? Kanye. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, they do. They are two men, and they have all that power. So what do you think about that, Kanye? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's right, though. It could be too much. Absolutely. Yeah. So many people sent this next one to me. it, It amazes me how many people sent this to me. I did not watch any Oscars. I was playing hockey last night. I did not watch any Oscars.
1: Were you interested in watching
0: not at all. Okay. I don't understand those things. I, I, I look, man. It's some, about the dresses, man. Some people are into it. The suits. Some people are into it, and and I respect that. You yeah. you do do your thing, whatever like your carpet. thing happens to be. You like you want to see the suits and the, the fancy people in one room. It turns you right on. Then so be it. Mm. Hey man, I don't know what turns you on. You're watching guys restore Hot Wheels sometimes. <laughs> <It's> so, great, <laughs> great content. So whatever turns you on, man, I don't know. Well, maybe not well, whatever. Turn. Maybe not yeah. whatever. Maybe not whatever turns you on. Maybe some things turn you on. I and mean, they shouldn't. Mm. You maybe you get all twisted up and you're getting. Maybe you gotta go back to the, back into the nature. Yes. Like we've said in the past, you smell the. you, you smell the vegetation, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you get turned on by something different. It's possible. I'm just saying. But anyway, if you like the fancy suit thing, going on. Remember the last one, you had uh, uh, Ricky Gervais goes in and takes a dump on the whole thing. Uh And then people love that, too. They're like, we got the fancy people, the suits, and we take a dump on them. It's the perfect combination. Well, I don't know if anyone took a dump last night in the Oscars. The only person here who probably watched it was Vin, I would guess. Did you watch the Oscars, Vin? He did. Look at that. He's (laughs) laughing. He's chuckling over there. Of course he did. But I'm guessing there's no dump. Maybe uh, Phoenix took a dump. I, I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, the, the people sent me this one. This one made it through on my social media. People were sending me this on on Twitter. This guy, uh, Taika Waititi, which is, I mean, what a name! Yes, unbelievable name. Do you know who he is? Well, b- just because I just because I found out after reading oh, this, okay. I didn't know who he was in advance of this. But of course, he's a writer. Mm-hmm. He worked on a big, a few big things, including Thor Ragnarok, and. He won for best adapted screenplay for Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. which I'm unfamiliar with. Can you give us a background? Do you know about it? Uh,
1: yeah, it's about uh, World War II. All oh I wow.
0: Can say. <laughs> okay, cool. No, no spoilers. It's a, it's a comedy. No spoilers. Yeah. Anyway, so he he won his first Oscar. Congrats! And and by the way, for the people involved who 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 are being are getting awards for doing a great job, like that's not what I'm saying when I say I don't watch. It's more the whole. Uh, spectacle? Yeah, it's a spectacle that I can't, it's just, I'm, I can't really get into it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's long and all the rest of it. And I'm playing hockey, like I told you. And I'm smelling the vegetation. Yeah, why not? Get a chance, you know. Anyway, what people, what people sent me was not about this guy's movies or his screenplay or the Oscars. It was about the fact that when he was interviewed, after the fact, they asked him a very specific question over here. He was asked what he thought writers should be demanding in the next round of discussions with producers. Okay? That sounds to me like a job, like a question, an occupation type of question. And he comes back with, Apple needs to fix those keyboards. I'm like, whoa. Whoa, man. People say, I'm too heavy-handed with the Apple stuff they said in the past. uh, He just went straight for the jugular. Here's a guy... He got the award. He's getting interviewed on some nice carpet in a nice outfit. And they say, hey, what are you going to ask for from those from producers when you go back to the negotiation table? (laughs) Apple needs to fix these keyboards. Like, Whoa. He was waiting for a microphone. They are impossible to write on. They've gotten worse. It makes me want to go back to PCs because PC keyboards, the bounce back for your fingers is way better. Hands up. Who still uses a PC? You know what I'm talking about. It's a way better keyboard. Those Apple keyboards are horrendous. This is his entire, Mm. wow, man. No wonder people were adding me. Mm. No wonder, because I've talked about it in the past, not just whether you like the keyboard or not, but more the failure rate of the previous uh, butterfly butterfly keyboard, which they did fix. I don't know if he knows that there's there's slightly more travel on the new Mm. 16-inch. But I'm reading this saying, so use the PC. Look, I got one right here. I'm typing on this. I love it. But maybe there's certain software he uses that he likes. I'm not really sure why. But, but also people like, people are partial to Mac and they think they want to see a different keyboard on a MacBook. And mm-hmm. he's obviously one of those people. He goes on. I've got some shoulder problems. I've got occupational overuse syndrome. This, uh, th- that tendon which goes down your forearm into your thumb. If you guys are ever writing, you know what I'm talking about. And what happens is you open the laptop and you're like this, hunched over. We got to fix these keyboards. The WGA needs to step in and actually do something. I don't know who the WGA is. Writers Guild. Writers Guild. He wants the Writers Guild. Now, maybe this, maybe he's memeing. Maybe this is a troll or a joke. Maybe he's a tech fan and he knows it would be a funny thing to go after. Is that possible? Am I crazy? Well, it did go viral. Because he's already a funny guy and he's on, now he's on the verge, and now we're talking about him. So he kind of nailed it. Maybe he just knocked it out park possible
1: i mean look how he's posing here.
0: it's true he's obvious he's got a sense of humor but but what he wouldn't he wouldn't make up the thing about the occupational overuse with his arm i doubt that Mm. i think he's for real anyway (laughs) he's for real i think he's for real anyways uh no no Um, doubt he's not the only one that's upset with the macbook keyboard i would personally recommend if he ever saw this which he, he definitely won't but if he did I would highly recommend he looks at the uh, ThinkPad X series. If he wants something the size of a MacBook Pro, the Extreme model right here, this keyboard will satisfy you mm. beyond all measure. And talking about getting turned on, that's exactly what it'll do. Mm. Turn on your writer's guild. It'll turn you on right in your writer's guild. Squarely in the writer's guild portion of your mind, Well, mm. You didn't know you had one. So anyway, I hear you. I hear you, man. I've been, I've been on and off. I will say the travel on the new one is a bit better. So if you are committed to the MacBook life, the new, the new old scissor mechanism on the 16 inches is an improvement over the uh, extremely low travel on the one that you're using right there, the, uh, the butterfly. Mm-hmm. But then again, n- none of us type the way this guy would have to type. If he sits down with a screenplay, pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa, uh. <whistles> kapow. What do we do we answer an email once every five days i just type yes yeah yeah and it's one word response so you you can't really compare though also taika one more suggestion if you need to be on a macbook external keyboard i know it sucks you want to be in a coffee shop you're in new zealand you're in new zealand you want to be in a coffee shop in new zealand as you would and you're not going to be the guy with the external keyboard. But I will say there's some really nice external mechanical keyboards. He probably has one. He probably just wants it on the go and on the airplane and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, YouTube Music is preparing to replace Google Play Music. So I don't know if you were ever a Google Play user, uh, user but music user. Uh, but we have talked about the prevalence of YouTube Music. In that we all use it here in the office. Uh, Google Play Music, I did actually have a subscription prior to YouTube Music coming along. Mm-hmm. And up until this day, still when I trigger certain aspects of Android Auto in the car, it will bring up the mm-hmm. Google Play player instead of YouTube Music. Unless I say to assistant, uh, play certain song in YouTube Music. Then it'll come up in YouTube. But if I just say, play a song, it will default to Google Play Music mm-hmm. in most cases. So anyway, I'm a, a long-term user of that. But YouTube has has a weird very confusing offering in this space. Where, what, what should I have and why? And, and play music existed before YouTube music. So when did I get moved over and was I supposed to get rid of the other one? It's still there. Mm-hmm. I still have it. Yeah. So there was this key distinction. YouTube music never had the ability to load your own records into it, I guess. Your own MP3s and things like this. Maybe you can, but anyway, they're working on adding that feature. An internal version of YouTube Music recently gained the ability to store uploaded albums and songs in your own digital library within Play Music. Now, this is not something that I do at all, but I presume there's a handful of Google Play Music users who are doing this frequently and as a result have avoided transitioning to YouTube Music because it did not have that feature. Mm. Now, the public version does not have this feature yet, but there is is this internal version that's uh, in testing right now that does and could mean that the nail in the coffin for play music is right around the corner as it should be yes. because it's just confusing right now mm-hmm. and it's unnecessary and play where are they using play anymore is the store just just the store it's no, still it, called is, play store is it even called play store anymore it's still called play store are you sure about that let me just check google that. play it was always google play forever Still Google Play, still Play Store. Okay, so keep so the store being Play. Even that, I don't really like because Play implies it's just games. Play to me is like a game or a play button. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How do you App Store? (laughs) Apple already has it. I know, but I mean, maybe that's why they sat around in a boardroom and they said, "Apple's got App Store. What do we got? Like Play. We're fun. We're gonna Mm -hmm. buy Tesla." We're fun, remember? We're a play. We like to play. Yeah. I don't know, Will. I don't know what they could have come came up with. Uh, what does Microsoft call Microsoft calls Microsoft Store? Mm. Couldn't have just been Google Store. No, no, it's
1: too wide ranging.
0: Google App Store. Anyway, That's okay. too long. Will shrugging oh. and he's upset and, and uh, he might turn it. Hey, he might turn up his microphone another notch if he continues down his path right now. So we all got to watch out. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter because they need to be done with it because Google Play Music, Google Play Store, YouTube Music, YouTube the platform, YouTube recognizable. Look how friendly that logo is. You're so used to it. The red, red and white. Mm -hmm. Oh, a play button. You just want to click it, don't Mm you? So we need to move into the YouTube music future. As we've talked about in the past, we all use it because of the value it represents, particularly if you get the family plan, which Will has and shares and you get the youtube premium included with it so the transition is a long time coming and overdue and i would just personally on a personal level i'd love to just say what song i want in a car and not have to wonder which app is going to open up now granted i got all kinds of problems with apps because oh. when it comes to playing music it could open spotify it could open youtube music or it could open to google play music default that's what i thought player? yeah that's what it i doesn't thought do that. i think android Who auto's got say? its own mind of its own oh okay I don't know if you knew that. Android Auto's got a mind of its own.
1: Mm. Plays when, when it wants.
0: That's a good when question. There's probably a setting in there. There's probably a setting in there. But nonetheless, I don't even want to have it on my phone. Mm. Even if there was a way to configure it in which, let's say the problem is completely mine and I could get rid of it, just one less account for me to have, one less app to manage or wonder about or worry right. about or stare at the icon because that's a pre installed icon on Android Mm -hmm. play Play music is next to play store and it's just sitting there in a folder if if you're a YouTube music user let's be done with it it's the same thing 10 bucks a month premium you know the whole story well you gotta agree with me on that you got to. oh yeah all right just a little bit and by the way we talked about in a previous episode play music or not play music uh YouTube music and premium 20 million customers so I don't know what the Google Play customer base, Google Play Music customer base looks like, but it's probably already antiquated. Mm. What's the other word? Antiquated? Deprecated? I don't know. Dead. Dead in the water. How about that? Mm -hmm. How do you like that? All right, last one here. This one is a crossover. I thought this was quite interesting. We've covered... Uh, what's happening with the outbreak in China and other parts of the world and how that's affecting the tech segment. And I, are, I already talked to earlier in this episode about how I like to play hockey. I'm a hockey player. Mm. I'm I'm from Canada, so yes. it's not really an You're option. Right. But I still, you know, I play as an adult. I buy hockey sticks. And this, uh, this story comes out, coronavirus is affecting the supply of sticks in the NHL. And I thought, wow. So even hockey stick tech, that this stick came out recently. Shout out to Bauer because you can't find this stick. High-tech stick with a hole in the blade in order to increase the flex in the blade itself. It's called the Nexus ADV. There's the pictures. Many views on YouTube. Uh, Bauer, sh- get in touch with Will, please. Bauer, I I need one of these sticks. You can't find them. Manufacturing delays, problems, limited edition. Anyway. Really cool stick. Some NHL players started to use it, including DeBrusque on Boston and and other places. But here's the thing, Will. Players in the NHL don't use off-the-shelf sticks. They like to customize, and they like to use tons of sticks. So for those of you that look at the sport and you say, I don't see the technology, the stick is made out of layers of carbon fiber and glue and various composites and lots of tech going on. And what happens to for an NHL player is over time, you know, they put a lot of force into that equipment. An NHL player who takes a lot of shots might go through six sticks in a game. Because they feel like they lost pop in one that they flexed a lot, breaking some of those fibers and those adhesions and losing some of the force. Why are you looking at these? What are you looking at? Field hockey sticks. How dare you, Will? What? You gotta have field hockey sticks on there. Well, no, whatever. Whatever you gotta do. There's probably field hockey players watching. You gotta if you don't have ice, it's the next best thing. So, anyways, apparently it's a bit of a conspiracy on the inside because no one wants to come out and say it, but there is a rumor that they, that NHL teams are on a really strict hockey stick diet right now because of coronavirus. These guys normally would pop through six sticks in a game. And now they're on a regimen of two max and one for practice. Mm. Because every single one of their sticks is custom order coming by the dozen and to their specific player spec. So uh, you p- pick a player and he wants a particular stiffness. He wants a particular kick point in the stick, where, where the stick flexes. He wants a particular custom curve, which might only belong to him, where he likes to tweak a certain thing about it. He might like a particular shaft uh Dimension—it's it's unbelievable the level of customization it and might do that you. six times
1: for each player
0: for each player and then that never makes it to the shelf, mm. it only ships to that team and it comes straight from the factory in you know where. Mm. Which country? China. Bingo! And both the big both the biggest brands, which represent seventy-five percent of what players are using, maybe a little more than that. No, seventy-five percent of what players are using in the NHL. Both. Are manufactured in China. Only one manufacturer is elsewhere in Mexico and that's Warrior. So CCM and Bauer both manufacture in China. So a couple of players actually went on the record to talk about it. Uh, here's one. Charlie Coyle, CCM user. I've, I've been kind of looking for some. He means extra sticks. I think they're kind of slowed up a bit for obvious, for a good reason. This is his quote. So I'm trying to make do, trying to not break too many sticks right now. I don't really know what's going on over there, to be honest. Hopefully, it's not too slow. Some players don't put much thought into what they use. Many are finally attuned to the performance of their most important tool, tweaking a stick's properties, the curve of the blade, stiffness of the shaft, switching to a different model entirely. Uh, here we go. Players... State their preferences to traveling sales reps who then place those custom orders in bundles of 12, and then that will arrive to your rink within 7 to 10 days. And they go through so many, they don't have to stockpile too many normally because they've always got these, this flow of 7 to 10 sticks showing up. Mm-hmm. It's not like a store that has hundreds or thousands in the supply chain at the warehouse.
1: So what happens after the sticks
0: are used? They keep using them, right? No, they're going to trash. They go oh, into trash, in or they like can every they, game. They can go on. They go on to secondary websites like Sideline Swap. Oh, and you can okay. actually buy a player used stick. Every single game. Every single game. No, it's insane. And these some of these sticks at retail are three hundred bucks. Oh, I know it's nuts. Now, granted, not every player goes through six sticks in a game. Yeah, but. A one-piece stick that breaks in two is clearly unusable, but pros know when a stick lacks pop. This, by the way, coming via the Boston Globe. Rather than the wood slices of the past, new sticks are glued and pressed layers of composite fibers. The force produced by slap shots and other stresses of the game make those fibers crack, fray, and lose their strength. So they feel like if I'm using this stick two periods deep, mm. it's not optimal as right. it would have been at the beginning of the game. So, they crack a fresh one every time. In the men's league that we play in, good Lord, you know, you, man, if you break a stick in a game, it costs 300 people are upset. Yes. Man, I, I busted my brand new stick. You don't have a steady feed, a steady supply of these things. So, wow. it's a weird crossover. Tech manufacturing in China and sports, they all kind of come together here. And this could actually have an impact on these guys because they're so deep in their own ways of doing things. Yes, they could use an off-the-shelf stick. They could go to the hockey shop and just get an off-the-shelf stick, which hasn't been affected by the manufacturing thing as much. But they're so tuned into their specifications that it would be it, – it has the potential to screw them right up, their right. whole performance. They're just not used to it. And And these guys are so specific about their specs, they'll spend years fine-tuning how they like a stick to be.
1: Now, do you tune up your stick?
0: No, absolutely not. Actually, it's a good point, though. Bauer did release a customization option for regular users. You just pay a huge premium, oh. so it goes up even more. goes from about three hundred to like four hundred, and it ships custom straight from China. And you can actually tweak certain aspects. Hmm. That's another thing I'd actually like to try, but often I'm too impatient to do it because it's going to be a couple of weeks or month or a month to get something like that done as a regular citizen. Yes. NHL players get to fast track and so forth. So, anyway,
1: what are they going to do? Are they just going to play with two sticks so they're gonna
0: it? it sounds like right now first of all it's a rumor but these oh, okay. players seem to know about it so i i think the nhl probably advised don't talk about it. That's rude it's just a bad it's just a tough topic right yeah. for a sport uh i think they're going to be they're going to conserve sticks for the time being certainly in practice they're only going to use one hmm. max and and then hopefully the they they the situation gets sorted out a little bit in Asia and they can start to get some supply back otherwise they're going to be stuck probably using retail sticks oh wow they might have to throw a few retail sticks into their mix
1: the game has completely changed yeah
0: and because of the sponsorship deals they can't necessarily switch brands because they're committed to one particular brand Mm. now granted could a company like CCM bring any of that manufacturing in-house just for a small number of important players maybe or bring it elsewhere to Mexico or something. I'm not really sure. But in the meantime, there is the company Warrior that is making their sticks in Mexico, so they should be unaffected anyway. I thought it was interesting. Like I said on a previous episode, Will, when you have an outbreak like this, it's easy to have the tunnel vision and just just say, oh, here's the impact and here's the effect, but it's far-reaching. You can't even perceive the number of bizarre areas in which This dude might not score as many goals now because he doesn't have his stick to his spec. Then he doesn't sign the extension. Then his wife hates him, so he gets divorced. I'm not suggesting that that happens, but I'm just saying the the effect, the domino effect that takes place because of this kind of stuff, and not not saying that any one aspect is bigger or more important than the other, but it's just far-reaching. The globe, the world, the human beings that are on it, we are so interconnected in 2020. That a little someone sneezes halfway across the world and you have no idea how and where that's going to affect you personally. Mm. And NHL players wouldn't even been on their radar. Right. And now their most important piece of equipment, arguably, is potentially affected.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, nonetheless, I thought it was interesting. Congrats, Will, on the upgraded a volume level on the mic, the people will let us know. Who knows? Maybe you're coming out of there so hot now that they can't handle it. They're getting too steamy themselves. They're yeah. hearing too much fidelity in Willie Do's voice, and you've got to turn it back down a quarter of a notch. By the way, a notch is less than a millimeter. Who knows what you're going to have to do in the next episode? Yeah. But here's, here's, here's what we're going to do. Because it is new, and because it is fresh, it's absolutely, absolutely only right and only fair for you to close out the show today. And for you to tickle that microphone with those vocal cords one last time for the people out there.
1: Well, I'm hoping everyone has a good day. And uh, thanks for listening and watching.